Hey men, welcome to another episode of Quality Manhood, a show meant for Christian men seeking to understand how to apply God's truth in everyday life. I'm one of the hosts of the show, PJ Burner, and normally, again, I would throw it to my co-host, Kellen Allen, but this week is part two of a special episode of Quality Manhood, where we are providing the audio from a men's breakfast that we did here at Compass Bible Church on how to be productive in the year 2021. So hopefully you guys will enjoy part two. So you've identified your areas of responsibility, you've identified your roles underneath, and now we're going to think about the day in and day out. What, do I, what am I supposed to be doing? What, what is my task? What is my responsibility here? What's my to-do list that I have to put out there and get done? And so you're going to, again, organize these by your roles and responsibilities. And so as you see there up on the screen, under personal spiritual health, the task might be there, complete the DBR. You see how that's the, the task that fits in that bucket and under that responsibility, under that role. Physical health, the task might be, not for me, but for some of you guys, run five miles, Right. It might be, hey, I'm going to go ride the bike today. I'm going to not eat the Twinkies today. I mean, maybe that's your task. You're, you're keeping the bar low for 2021. You're saying, I'm going to put the fork down um, and just not go back for thirds. So whatever your physical health, you put your to-do list in together that way. Reading, I'm going to finish chapter two of Do More Better. Uh, whatever that is, you're putting those in and you're, you're giving yourself tasks to do, but then you're organizing, you're categorizing those tasks. So it's not just this running list that's in your mind that you don't know where that fits or how that relates to your overall mission and purpose. And your mission and purpose, guys, are, are guiding these tasks and these to-do items that you have. If you have a to-do item that doesn't, that doesn't help you meet your mission and your purpose, then you need to really evaluate whether or not you need to be doing that at all. Um, is that time well spent to be focused on that or is there something else that you can do better? Uh, so here's a, a look for you at what, uh, and this is an app called Todoist which uh, is a, a, a task management app, what we're talking about right now. And I would recommend it for you you all. There's a free version and then there's a, a premium version that I, I think is worth it. I can't remember how much it is a year, but um, it's not, it won't break the bank or, or take food off your table. Uh, but it, it's, it's a helpful way for you to, to manage all these things. So as you look up there, I've got one of my bills, pay Peloton, sorry. Uh, it's, it's not Echelon, dude, it's, it's Peloton, but that's okay. Um, you're not there yet anyways, but you're headed there, hopefully. Peloton is fancy. Dude, it was the, it was the, it's Pastor Lucas's fault. Yellow. He is the one that was, was first on the train and said, hey, get on the, the Peloton train. So you're a follower of Pastor Lucas? I, I will follow Pastor Lucas. Okay. I have no yeah. problem with that. Yeah. Hey, but, uh, but you put your finances down there. You have to pay Peloton. It's a, a monthly subscription for the app. You, you put update budget spreadsheet to stay on top of the finances. Determine my CBI schedule coming up for this next semester. What am I teaching and how do I need to do that? Um, prepare my bridge sermon. Uh, purchase Carl Truman's new book, uh, the, the Rise of the Modern Self. Again, worth it. It's like $5.99 on Kindle right now. Uh, contact Brandon regarding promotion of men's breakfast. So these are things I walk in and I pull these up, but you'll notice over to the right, they've all got their, their labels there. And so they're all categorized. So I know which bucket they fit in and how they fit into the overall mission that I'm driving at in those various buckets. Does that make sense? There's something else though that's that's called the task inbox for Todoist if you use Todoist. And this is where if you just grab your phone and you enter into task and you don't put any of the, the projects in uh, or due dates assigned to it, it's going to drop into your task inbox. I use this all the time in the car because here's what I can do in the car. I can say, hey Siri, add a task to Todoist. And in my car, it's going to say, what would you like to add? And then I'm going to tell Siri, I want to contact Brandon regarding promotion for men's breakfast. 
And Siri will kick back and say, task added. Now, what they've done is they've dropped that into my task inbox. But the benefit to me is that's now out of my brain and into Todoist. So now I don't have to go through the the rest of my drive hoping that I'm going to remember when I get to the place that I can stop and type it into my phone to get that task into my phone. It's already there for me right? Or if I'm driving and I think about, okay, my anniversary is in, it's not, but my anniversary is next week and I have to add a task. Hey, remember to buy flowers for Amanda. I'm going to drop that into Todoist so that it's in there so that Charlie says over and over, get it out of your brain and into Todoist so that you don't forget. So many of our good intentions die because we forget about them, right? Have you guys ever had that? And, and you're sitting there and you're going, man, I, I've got this great thought and then you forget to, to come back to it. And it's sometimes I, you even battle anxiety about, man, I've got this great thought. Oh no, I'm going to forget about it. Well, Todoist can help you with that. And so you get it into your task inbox, like pick up dry cleaning, schedule dentist appointment, call Pastor Lucas, purchase more bacon for men's breakfast. Um, and so those end up there in the, the, the task inbox. It's just a helpful way, again, to get things out of your mind into Todoist and, and to be productive. So again, where are we? What are we talking about, Kellen? We're talking about we've got our areas of responsibility, we've got our roles, and we've got our to-do lists. Yep. Do you use Todoist? I do not use Todoist. I'm old school, put it on a pen, or I have actually stickies, a lot of stickies, and I actually have a sticky widget on my phone. So that is better. Yours is better and more organized, but I'm a sticky guy. So you use sticky notes, but it, does it work for you? It does work. Okay, so walk us through your system just really quick from a, a, a high level. Yeah. How does that work? Yeah, so uh, mine is, I have mine on my phone and I also have stickies on my desk. So <laughs> you'll, you could see sticky notes all over my desk in one area. But for me, uh, it's less organized, but um, even for that, it, it works for me. And I think with all of this, all joking aside, it's like, you know, this is a great, plan. And obviously, Tim Challies has put a lot of um, focus and attention in it. And uh, Pastor PJ seen success in it and many people have. Uh, but at the end of the day, if this is not your, like if you're not on the computer or if you're not uh, necessarily techie like that, and you need to write things down, then you find you what can, works for you. Yeah, find what works for you. Yep. Um, and so this is, again, one resource that we're giving you that works very well. Uh, but take this and know that, hey, I might apply it differently in my life. And for me, it's writing things down. And so with uh, my phone, like if I have an idea or there's a follow-up that I need to do, I do have a sticky widget on my phone that's on the front of my home screen, and I'll jot it down on there. Sticky widgets. Sticky widgets. I got that from you, actually. Uh, sure you did. And so I, I can, every time I look at my phone, there's a to-do list. So again, same concept. It's out of my brain, but it's on my phone as I look at it, and it reminds me of things that I have to do. And then there's some stuff that while I'm at work, I might write it down. Um, and before the end of the day, I can quickly just glance through and make sure that I got all the things that at one point in time during the day I had on my mind that I needed to do that I wrote down. Um, and I get that out there. And, uh, and if I don't get to it, I can roll it over to the next day. And so that's my, uh, my way of doing things. But yeah, looking at this Todoist app, I know once we did the podcast and talked about it, it's something that, you know, just to organize mine a little bit more is I'm interested in, it, but that's what I do now. You should have answered one of the trivia questions and I would have given you the book, Do More Better. You should I, get it. I'm just going to grab it off your desk. There you go. <laughs> you, can have, you can have a copy and read it. 
So then what do we do with all this? Okay, we've done this. We've got our areas of responsibility, our roles, and now we've identified our tasks and we put them into this app, this Todoist app. How do I then make sure that that makes me productive? Because just doing all that doesn't mean that I'm a productive person at this point in time. It just means that I'm an organized person, but I can be organized and unproductive. So what do we do? Well, Charlie's talks about a daily routine that I've actually picked up and embraced that I think is helpful. And the first thing he talks about, he does every morning, and this is something that I've taken to, to do. And this is not your DBR prayer time. This is not your focus long time prayer time. This is, I'm, I'm getting ready to, to do my daily routine and make sure that I'm going to be pr- productive today. So this is a, a, an opportunity, just a, a quick time of prayer before the Lord, committing yourself to do the things necessary for today, to do the things that are going to be for the good of others and the glory of God. And so you're just focusing yourself on being productive, not for your own benefit, but for the, the good of others and the glory of God. And so it's that quick time to, to get focused on what you're doing and pray. And then the second thing is I want to get clear. So that, that inbox that I talked about, I'm in my car, I'm adding my, my tasks to my inbox, but those things are in my inbox and they're, they're not in a bucket and they don't have a, to do to, uh, a, a due date with them. So they're just floating there. And if I don't go back to my inbox, they're going to stay there. I'm not going to be reminded of them and I'm going to forget about them. So every morning I'm going to my inbox and I'm looking at all the things that I added there over the last day. And I'm going to take those and I'm going to sort those that morning. I'm going to take them. I'm going to say, okay, I've got this one. I need to, to drop off my dry cleaning. Well, that goes in my personal area of responsibility. So I'm going to put that there. And when do I need to do that by? I need to pick that up on Thursday. So I'm going to assign the Thursday due date. Now that's going to pop up on my daily list on Thursday for me. I'm going to go down to the next one. I call Pastor Lucas. When do I need to do that? I need to do that this morning at 9 a.m. So I'm going to put that as today. And I'm going to categorize that under my area of responsibility as work, right? So you're going to go through your 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 inbox every day and make sure that that's empty before you move on with the rest of your day. That way you've, you've gotten the things that you got out of your brain and into to do is now they're actually going to benefit you because they're going to show up on your daily list of things to do when that day comes up, when that routine comes up. Third thing is then we want to check our, our, our calendar. Uh, calendar apps are super helpful. If you don't use a calendar app, Google Calendar is free with Gmail and it's a, a great resource to use. It will work with other um, apps as well, like the, the calendar app on the iPhone or maybe you've got Android. You can use that there. But your calendar, and here's what you do with your calendar, man. Sometimes we think I've got to pick up a gallon of milk at home and so we add that to our calendar. That's not where that goes. Where does that go? That would go as a task in Todoist, Right pick up something. That's a task. That's something I have to do. What goes on my calendar? Here's what goes on your calendar. Events and appointments. If it's an event or an appointment, you put it on your calendar. So if you're a part of Thrive and Thrive is on Thursday nights, where does that go? To do is to your calendar. Calendar. If you're a part of MBS and you've got MBS, by the way, if you missed our announcement, Tuesday night, Wednesday morning, and Friday morning, all live preaching again and back in 120 West. Yeah. Where would, where would men's Bible study go? Calendar, right? Not on your to-doist, right? So, so we need to break those things up. But you're going to daily, all that to say, check your calendar. What's on my, uh, what appointments and events do I have today that I need to be aware of? Next, you're going to, fourth, you're going to check on, on what's called waiting for. There's some things that you're, you're going to be responsible. You're going to have to delegate to other people. Some of these things that ultimately the buck stops with you. You're the final responsibility, responsible party for it, but you're going to have to delegate it to somebody else and ask them to complete something for you so that then you can complete the thing that you need to complete. For instance, let me give you an example on that. I'm working on getting uh, some Compass men's jackets made for us. Um, some nice zip up embroidered with the Compass men's logo that we'll have available for our Compass men's ministry here. So I've got Francesca slash Kelly um, working on 
a mock-up of that. And so that's something that ultimately I'm responsible for, but they're doing some legwork for me. And so I'm going to check in daily to see how the progress is going on that particular task. And so that's what that looks like. Check on waiting for. And then the next thing you want to do, get current is check the next five or six days into Doist. What tasks do you have coming up that are going to be due over the next three, four or five days that you want to be aware of today, just so that you, you're not blindsided by them when they show up on your daily to-do list there. And then finally, you're going to do this. You're going to choose three tasks. Kellen, do you do the, the rule of three? Have you heard of the rule of three? No, please explain. You sound so thrilled about that, about no. as thrilled as these guys are about all this. No, I'm trying to figure out what the rule of three so is. So the rule of three is, is basically this, and, and there's nothing magic about it, but it's what three main things do you want to accomplish today? Mm. Pick your three main things. You're going to do more than three things, but what are the three things that are most important for you to get done today? And that's how I finish my morning routine of, of making sure that I'm going to be productive for the day. I look at the things that are on my list. What do I need to do? And I pick three that I want to make sure that I get done every single day. And I write those down. And then at the part of my routine the next morning is I look back at that list of three and I'm able to gauge how productive was I because I'm able to see, did I get these three things done or not? And if I didn't, I have to ask myself, okay, why didn't I get them done? Were there things that I wasted my time on or was there something I got interrupted in or what, what does that look like? And so that's what I do with those three things. So what do you, what do, you do? Because obviously it's nice to always have the plan of getting things done. I think as men, we oftentimes have a great start to the day in regards to plan, but then half of it doesn't get done. Do you have a plan for your rollover? Does it just go to the next day? Do you go back to your forecast and redistribute it? How does that for look? For sure. Yeah. For sure. And that's, that's one thing that I want to emphasize on here, man, is, is give yourselves grace in this. Understand you're going to have interruptions to your routine. You're going to have interruptions to your calendar. You're going to have things come up that you didn't expect, and you're not going to be able to get everything done that's on there. The point is not you're a failure if you don't get everything done on your to-do list. The point is we want to try to be more productive. And these are resources. These are tools. These are some routines that God has given some men like Charlie's wisdom to, to impart to us so that we can uh, maybe if, if this works for you, great, embrace it. If it doesn't, fine. You got free bacon out of this tonight or this morning. <laughs> Joseph has a lot of it. So yeah, if it doesn't work or if you get started on the day and you've got a list of seven things you want to get done on the day and you get three of them done because you got interrupted because something happened at home and you had to deal with, with a, a crisis at home. Okay. So go to your inbox and take those things and bump them to tomorrow or bump them to Saturday or bump them to a time that you're going to be able to get them done. Um, it's not the end of the world, but the difference is, and what helps then is those things aren't just stored in your, right. your mental cloud. And then you're like, well, I didn't get to them. And then you don't ever go back to them. Yeah. This allows you to go back in and, and to, to reschedule when you want to get them done. Yeah. And uh, another important note that, guys, we need to think about with our schedules is being able to schedule that buffer time. So again, I think one thing that I would always do is like you look at, all right, I'm going to get in at whatever time, 8.30, 9 o'clock, and then literally my calendar would be full until five o'clock. Well, how, how realistic is that? It looks nice, sounds good, feels good when you start the day, but it ends up causing more stress when your first meeting of the day out of the gates goes over by 15 minutes. Well, then now that puts more pressure on everything else for the rest of your day. And before you know it, you end up putting more stress and pressure on yourself than needed. And so as you think about your calendar, and again, take a look and review it and realize why didn't things get done, uh, the, the most important thing is factoring in those buffer times so that, you know what, if a meeting goes over, it's not that big of a deal, right? You didn't have something 
backed up right behind it. And then on top of that, the good note is if a meeting ends early, guess what? You got a little bit more time to maybe, you know, read a book, pick up the phone, call somebody, do whatever you need to do between that time. But I think that's one thing that uh, oftentimes we have good intentions with is like, all right, I'm going to get all of this done, be super productive today. And ultimately we get nothing done. Right. Be realistic as you're planning. Um, and also uh, somewhat along those lines is, is become a student of yourself. Know those times that you're the most productive. Uh, I remember sitting, Steve Lawson would always say, I give my mornings to God, my afternoons to men and my evenings to my family. Now that doesn't mean that God is not involved in those other two things. But he was saying, look, as a pastor, I'm going to spend my mornings in my study focused on preparing my sermons that I have to preach because I know that that's when I'm most laser focused and productive. And they said, I'm going to give my afternoons to men. In other words, I'm going to take my meetings in the afternoons because if I try to go in my office and study after lunchtime, he would tell you, you know, the, the lunch and the stomach, and then you just get tired. And, and, but if I'm going to go meet somebody and have a conversation with them, I'm going to be able to stay engaged and focused then. And then he would say, you know, my, my evenings are, are for my family. So schedule, you know, when you're most productive for some of you, maybe Maybe that is two o'clock um, and, and schedule yourself to, to do the things that need to get done that need that laser focus during the times that you are going to be uh, most productive in that. Kellen, let's, let's end though. Let's talk about goals and resolutions. Yeah. Some of you out there may have made some new year's resolutions. Some of you made have as a family or even as couples, as, as married couples come up with goals for yourselves for this next year. So those are good. Um, re- there's nothing wrong with, with resolutions. Uh, Jonathan Edwards and his resolutions are awesome to read through and just be encouraged by and, and challenged by. But oftentimes, like the, I'm going to go to the gym and work out every day, our resolutions are made and then we don't follow through on them. And sometimes we make resolutions that are just unrealistic. So um, there's a, an acronym to help us understand how we should be making our goals and resolutions. And that acronym is SMART. And Kellen, you used this in the corporate world, didn't you? Right. Yeah. Uh, we use this a lot uh, with performance improvement plans. So not that everybody wanted to be on one, but some people got on performance improvement plans. And That sounds positive. That's not positive. Nah. I, try, I always just try to swing it. I'm like, look, this is me trying to help you. Yeah. And it's like, can you just help me verbally? Why do I have to sign my name? Like, why so, do you have to tell me if this doesn't get better, I'll be fired? So we can do two things. Yeah. You can <laughs> lose your job yeah. or you can do the performance enhancement plan. You choose. Right. I'm so here it wasn't for a good you. Thing. No. But you use this acronym. We did use this acronym. But uh, yeah, and it, it's a great one. And, and it doesn't need to be this daunting, you know, if you're not doing well at your job. I think it's outstanding to use even to be more productive and be better at your job. And so when you, it, it breaks down goals, like this. Right? Yeah. And set, so the setting S goals. is, I'm gonna, I'll throw them up here. Okay. You Got talk it. through them. Perfect. So S is being specific. And this is th- a great first start in order to get a goal that you can achieve. Because oftentimes when we set goals, uh, you know, we, you see them even in prayer requests. Like, I want to be more holy. Okay. Um, sure. What does that mean, right? And the reason we often use these pie-in-the-sky goals is because we don't want to be held accountable for something specific. Right. So, you know, I want to share the gospel with people. Well, even when you say that, you typically have somebody in mind. You have a coworker that's been right. on your mind, and you don't want to put a name on it because it's like, well, somebody might follow up and say, hey, how did that conversation with John go? And so if I just say I want to evangelize, that's a little different. But for us to be, to really be productive, to really move the needle, is being specific, putting that out there of what exactly we want to right. do. Or I want to pray more. Yeah. Okay. Well, what does that look like? Sure. Let's be specific for the year. I want to pray every, every morning I wake up before I go to work. I want to make sure that I've prayed. Yeah. 
Yeah. So specific on those things. Okay, yeah. What's- that, that rolls right into the next one. The M is, is measurable. So like you said, I want to pray every morning. Okay. That's something you can measure. Did I do it? Did I not do it? Right. When you just say, I want to pray more that sure. If you prayed one more time in the day, that could be more, but being able to say, this is what I want to do. This is what I want to set out to get better at, uh, and improve on then measure that. I want to pray more. I want to pray in the morning. Uh, at 10 a.m. every day is a measurable. You can say yes or no to the answer is a good way, a uh, good rule of thumb to say, is it measurable? Can you say yes or no to it? Did you do it? Yeah. yeah. Yes or no. Next one, Kellen. Action oriented. So action oriented, again, this is going to drive you to do something. It's not something that you can just, if you sit back and nothing, or if you were to do nothing that's different from what you were doing previously, uh, that's not action oriented. So we want to be able to put some, some, some feet on the ground and say, I'm, I'm going to have to do this, this, and this in order for this to happen. So if we talk about prayer or I want to be more holy, right? That's not yeah. action oriented. No, I mean, it could be, sure. but it's as a goal in and of, in of itself to say at the end of 2021, I want to be holier than I was at the beginning. Yeah. Okay. So what are the actions? What, what are you going to do? What are the, th- the steps that you're going to take? Yeah. So even with the prayer, I'm going to wake up 15 minutes earlier than I normally do every day for you know the next week and then maybe it's 30 minutes earlier after i get that down pat but that's going to provide that's going to make you do something different that's going to put action to these goals that we had uh, and we talked about the next one are a couple times today realistic be realistic with yourself it's you know again if you are not a book reader you don't read books that often don't go get an 800-page book as your first book. By the way, that's what you gave me uh, when I told you. Uh, you gave me, it wasn't even, eight, 997 pages. You're like, hey, let's start Wait, with this. And, and, and it led you, I mean, I, I, no, it led you to where was, you're sitting was, right now, that, good. that initial conversation. But I, it, that just so what's the problem mind. again? That, that just popped, I still haven't finished the book. Though. <laughs> it's st- that's still haunting me. I haven't finished it. Uh, but it's done great work. But so, anyway. For, or even yeah. a number of books, right? Some people, you'll read on Instagram. I mean, girls take pictures of cups of coffee and Bible and men take pictures of stacks of books and throw them on Instagram. And it's like, (laughs) that's what guys do. And they're like, well, we're going to read 70 books this year. And we're going to, if you're not a reader, don't make that your goal. If you want to get better at reading, make it your goal to say, I want to read five books this year and sit down with somebody and say, Hey, can you help me pick out five books that are going to be beneficial to me? And here's the thing. If you get done with those five and it's only March, awesome. Grab more books. Excel still more, right? Or don't even be afraid. To, I, I want to read one by the end of February. Right. Get, get yeah, there break first. it down. Yeah. yeah. It doesn't get have to be first and then uh, work off of that. So, but be realistic. Be realistic with yourself. Uh, take a look at just what you've done in the past. If you've never done it, take one small step and then grow from there. Um, and then the last thing is, is the T is be time bound. Which you just talked about. Yeah. By the end bound. of February. Put a date on it. That way, again, if you get to that date, you can say yes or no. What did I do? It? And it yeah. might be it might be a no, but and that's okay. We want to see what adjustments need to be made so we don't continuously have these no's um, or failing to meet these time bound goals that we have. But again, that time piece of it uh, is going to put more accountability on you. It's gonna it's gonna prevent you from saying, well, you know, maybe I'll get to it, maybe I won't. Well, as that time continues to come, you're going to have to move things around to get it done, as opposed to just kind of letting it flounder out there. Awesome. So yeah, smart, specific, measurable, action, actionable, realistic, and time bound. Those are, are just helpful ways to think through our resolutions and our goals for the year um, and making sure that we're doing them in a way that is, is more than just an exercise in futility, uh, vanity, if you will, um, from that 
other book that that no, one that we're studying. That book. Um, a, a couple more resources just to recommend to you guys. Tim Challey's book, Doomer and Better. You've heard us talking about that uh, throughout this entire time, but I want to recommend a, a few more. Uh, there's one actually called How to Organize Your Desk, which is only 75 pages. And that, if you're not wired like I am, that sounds like the most boring book you've ever heard of, ever, ever, ever. But maybe if you're like me and, and you're OCD to the point that if your cell phone stand on your desk is out of place, you, you move it back before you can keep working how to organize your desk is helpful. Um, and it's not about where your cell phone sits, but he talks about what should be on your, your desk at your workspace. What shouldn't be, how should you organize your drawers in, in your, your filing cabinets there? Um, he talks about even the, the orientation, the physical, where should your desk be facing in your office, which is yeah, yeah, let's not go my there. favorite thing to do <laughs> is to rearrange my office. Cause I'm looking for the perfect. Um, and right now I see in part, but one day I'll see perfectly. Uh, when it comes to that, but, <laughs> but, uh, how to organize your desk. That's by Matt Perriman. Um, Matt Perriman's also got another book, uh, called unstuck, uh, which is good on productivity and another one called what's best next, which is uh, again, helpful on, on productivity. Um, another one is called everyday matters. Everyday matters. That's by Brandon Crow. And, uh, and that one is, is helpful. It's, it's a little bit longer than Shally's book and it's going to get more into the theology behind our productivity, uh, than, than Shally's does, but it is still practical. He does have some, some practical, helpful things. Here's some routines that you can put in place. Crow, if you are more of a pen and paper guy, Crow is your boy. Um, and so Kellen, maybe you would benefit more from, from Crow. He is less of the electronic, less of the app kind of guy. And he's more of the pen to paper kind of guy. But, uh, that book is called everyday matters by Brandon Crow. And then one more, um, that I don't think I, I wrote down here uh, on here, but I remember the title of it. It's called Plod Activity. So plod, like you're plodding along, Plod Activity. And that's by uh, Doug Wilson. Doug Wilson is the author of that one. Again, that one's helpful too. Uh, that one is, is probably more in the, the, the theological side of things than it is the practical side of things. But Wilson does a good job talking there about um, redeeming uh, uh, our, our productivity for the, the glory of God and, and, uh, and using that really well. So... Yeah, that's, uh, that's what we have to offer on uh, how to be more productive in 2021. Um, there's still time, and, and that's what's awesome. And, and let me also encourage you guys with this, too. It, it, God doesn't operate on the 12-month calendar, right? I mean, we do, but if, if you start and, and you start going along and then you have a, a rough week and, and it, it doesn't go well, don't throw in the towel. Don't give up. You can restart. You can reset yourself and say, okay, God, it's not January 1st, but on March 13th, it's still just as important for me to be productive for the good of others and the glory of God as it was on January 1st. So don't wait. It's like we say with your DBR all the time. If you get behind in the DBR, jump back in where we are. Don't throw in the towel and say, okay, well, I'll do the DBR again next year. Um, just get back after it. And I'd say the same thing with this. Get back after it. Get back after being productive for God's glory. So if you are sitting out there going, man, I'm, I'm nowhere near thinking this way. Don't try to do all of this uh, today, but maybe hopefully one, two things was helpful, beneficial for you today. Um, if, if you're already utilizing some of these things, hopefully some of this was, was helpful and new for you and, and beneficial to, to help refine some of your processes there. But I think all of us can be more productive for the glory of God uh, in this next, uh, next calendar year that's before us that he's at least at this point in time in theory given to us. And hopefully in, in reality is we'll be able to, to look back at it at the end of the year and say, okay, God, how did I, how did I do? And that's a, a, another reason why this is so significant and important is 
as we look back at the year that God has given us at the end of 2021, we want to be able to have a, uh, some measurables to be able to say, okay, was I really productive this year? Was I, what did I accomplish for the Lord? How can I look back at everything that I've done this year? And you can do that by keeping track of your, your tasks and look back at those things and say, God, wow, you are an awesome God. And it gives us an opportunity to glorify him for allowing us to do all these things for him as we reflect back on our year. Well, men, we pray that these two episodes last week and this week on how to be productive in 2021 uh, will be a benefit to you, that there's some nuggets that you can take with you and you can apply. Uh, Some of the book references that we made will be beneficial to you as you think about how can I uh, grow in understanding how to be more organized or more driven, or how can I set my goals, my mission statements, my purpose statements? How can I get oriented around a task manager? Uh, We just pray that these will be beneficial to you men. And we will, as always, be praying for you this week to be quality men of God.